Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice. Australia, welcome to My Millennial Money. We're in Melbourne. Thanks for having us, Melbourne. And we are here. We're on the last night of the tour and the last full episode for the year, John. Yes, it's exciting. It is. So thanks for coming out tonight, Melbourne. Uh, we can't do this podcast without Tal. That's right. We can't do this podcast without Tal. And I'm just jumping back into the studio to make sure I get this clear. Tal is our Tuesday show partner. And if you don't know who Tal is, that's okay. We are just showing everybody a little bit about Tal through to the end of the year. They're Australia's leading life insurer. Tal is committed to helping more Australians understand the value of life insurance and supporting them in their time of need. They've been around for over 150 years. And once you've been around for that long, you know what matters. And that's their experience. So thank you to Tao for being our Tuesday show partner. And thank you for supporting everything we're doing here at My Millennial Money. Tao, ensuring this Australian life. Search TAL online or speak with your financial advisor. And we have wrapped up our national tour. This is the last show in Melbourne. It was great to get out there and see all of you this year. And we have sponsors for our national tour and the Sydney and Melbourne shows were sponsored by BPay. So if you're keen to get on top of your bills, choose BPay. BPay helps you manage your bills and keeps you in control all from within the security of your online or mobile banking. So thank you to BPay and thank you to everybody who came out, invested the money into the live shows. I hope you had nice food, nice drinks, a bit of entertainment. And the cool thing is like the people who came out on their own Thank you so much. I know many of you met other like-minded listeners who also came on their own. So again, I'm just so pumped and we're going to do it again next year. We'll try and do Auckland and try and get up to Darwin as well next year. And finally, I I wanted to do something a little bit different at the Melbourne show. And I I talked about values and we got some people up and I was so thankful for them to come up onto the stage and be open and vulnerable. Um... It was a very unique event in Melbourne and I trust when you hear this stuff, you can think to yourself and challenge yourself about your own values, what you love, what you don't like, what makes you tick and I'd welcome any feedback into the Facebook group um, if you've had a light bulb moment after actually giving this some rigorous thought. We'll come back next week and do an end of the year catch up. It won't be a money type questions. We'll read the census results and have a bit of fun, read some crap from the Facebook group. Thank you so much. We will hand it over now to Simon to read the acknowledgement. And thank you again, Simon. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land, the Banarong Bun Wurrung and the Wurundjeri Wai Wurrung peoples of the Eastern Kulin Nation and pay respect to their elders, past, present and emerging. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who are with us tonight. Awesome. All right. Let's pluck this chicken. (laughs) 
So, John, I wanted to do something a little bit different tonight, and we prepped the crowd, and I wanted to just pause and talk about values and distilling values. So I put it up in the Facebook group about, does anyone have any comments, thoughts about values? Because everything that we do, we either align with it or we don't. And sometimes we can wake up going, oh, I actually hate this. Mm. And if we ever end up there, we actually have to go, well, I'm allowed to change my situation mm. so it lines up with my values. Yeah. So this thing we're doing a little bit different. End of the year, last episode, live show. We'll try and get some feedback from the, the group. And Josh, do you want to come up, Josh? Give him a hand, everyone. <laughs> and for those out there, this is Josh. He's a good friend of the podcast. He runs a Facebook group called Raise Central. Something like that. Something like that. Serial troublemaker. <laughs> yes. Yes, you are. So... Can you paraphrase your comments? Or do you want to just refresh your memory yeah. and read that and, or whatever? Or just paraphrase? This is Josh from the notes. This is Josh from the notes. Right. Yeah, the, the notes. <laughs> Saves us reading it. I can even see my picture here. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I suppose the discussion point was really about values and lessons learned and tips and points and that sort of thing. And I kind of thought I'd, I'd dive a little bit into my own personal situation. Um, so, funny story, I live in Melbourne. No shit, Sherlock. Um, <laughs> lived here all my life. And um, one of the things I wanted to work towards was buying a house. Um, nearly 30, kind of thought, you know what, get a unit or something. So, I started investing, putting money away. And, and the goal was to get towards about 30 grand for a deposit in the next 12 months or so. Um, at the time, I started investing and working towards it. Uh, the median house price in my area was about 250 grand. That's now closer to about 400,000. I could be beaten down about it. If it was you know, 10 years ago and I was 18, I probably would have taken the money out and bought an Xbox or bought something fancy for the computer. But I'm kind of learning from my experience and working towards just building up my investments. And you know, maybe I'll get there one day and buy a place. If not, at least I'm kind of growing my wealth and I'm happy with that. So, yeah, I suppose it's kind of goals are easy to set on paper. And when you look at them, it's like, oh, yep, you know, this is achievable. Ultimately, sometimes, you know, life is going to get in the way. I suppose for some people, it might be an unexpected pregnancy or, you know, a car crash or something like that. Sorry, I know that sounds incredibly morbid. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> But the thing is, don't beat yourself down if, you know, life gets in your way. Just adapt to it. Know that, you know, you can't control everything and that's okay. So on that, like, what was the struggle like? Because a lot of us have wanted to do something like save for that house and it's bloody expensive. Like, at some point, our identities and our values get tied up in our goals where we can't actually have our identity and our purpose tied up in goals because sometimes goals are delayed. Sometimes things don't work out. How did you reconcile that in your heart? Why are we getting deemed for meaningful? I don't know. <laughs> it's like the um, live to a therapy session. <laughs> That's right. From the crowd. So, yeah. This definitely wasn't in the brief no. earlier today. But um, yeah, it was kind of, I suppose, just rationalising it, not looking at it as a, you know, a goal that I have to get to. And I think the... The hard part was probably sitting there and accepting that, you know, I probably wasn't going to make it in the time frame that I was after. And rather than kind of sitting there and blaming myself and being like, well, you know, 
you fucked up, Josh. The reality is, is that some of that stuff was out of my control. So just kind of getting through that acceptance sort of thing. I think so, some. Sorry, Josh. Yeah, that's awesome, mate. And, um, and thanks, thanks for being open and honest about that. Um, can I ask you a question? Um, has that happened previously in life that where you haven't reached something that you've been striving for and you've felt, oh, I'm just a failure? Yeah, to an extent. It's it's something that's happened in the past. Um, yeah. Obviously, you go through life experience, you have hurdles, you have ups and downs. Um, so it's kind of learning from those experiences and, yeah. you know, being a little bit more resilient and building up from it. So, mm. yeah. Your comments, was yours the one that you talked about being agile? Yeah. Because you, you, he'd set that goal, I want to save for a, a home, but because he set that goal, he's got a nice big investment account now. So it's not all lost. It's yeah. not as if you were, you haven't achieved anything. Yeah. I've, I've made progress mm. and I might not have made as much progress as I would like, but I am further along than where I was when I started. Mm. So I'm, I'm proud of that. The train yeah. has left the station. So give him a hand. Yeah, well done. Thank you so much. Really awesome. appreciate you sharing. Um, yeah, and that's it, isn't it? Like it's um, if you if you want to stay healthy or get healthy or get fitter, you've just got to put the runners on. And if you keep putting the runners on every day, you, you're, yeah. going to, you're going to be a better position than if you didn't put them on in the first place. So the exercise that we talked uh, before the break here in Melbourne, I asked everyone in the audience to think of something that makes you really mad. So whether it was poverty, suffering, people using your personal space, aggressive people, you know, what makes you mad? Think of something about your work or your job or your life that you, that you really like. And if you didn't have to work ever again, what would you do? So if you had money, you were self-funded, or if you were fired, do you know what that means? Sacked. No. Fired? Yeah. Financial independence, retire oh, early. Fired. <laughs> I'd say, yeah, uh, the buzzword. Yeah, that's right. Um, so are there any extroverts or introverts who want to come up and share theirs? We'll just... So Mustafa has come up. You're a listener of the podcast. Thanks for coming out tonight. Thank you. So can you share, like, what's something that really makes you mad? Here? Perfect. Sorry. Uh, something that really makes me mad, to be honest, is um, wasting time. So whether it's my time, whether it's wasting other people's time, I'd like to be productive in everything that I do, to be completely honest. And... <laughs> just like to utilize every bit of my day as efficiently, as productive as possible. So it does really get me upset with myself, might get angry at others for not utilizing their own time or using my time properly. Okay. In a way. Um, what's something in your life that you really like or your work? Look, at the moment, life for me has been as crazy as my life has been from beginning until now, to be honest, consistency for the last six months has been a blessing, honestly. So you're saying the last six months you've had some good flow, good consistency? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Come home every day, I'm happy. Yeah. Go wake up, I'm happy. I can't, I can't say anything more than that. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, what do you do for work? I work as a disability support worker. 
There's a few of you out there. Yep. Um, and if you didn't have to work for money ever again, why, what would you do? Honestly, I would be a public speaker. Public speaker. I'd love to be a public speaker. <laughs> there he is. There, there we he go. Is. <laughs> You've just started this journey. So. <laughs> baby steps, baby steps. <laughs> this is such an experiment, what we're doing here. So, it feels like a Tony Robbins event. I know. Okay. <laughs> Everyone, so, everyone stand up and start clapping. So you, no, please don't. So I like to get a bit of a profile and for the psychologists in the room, they're thinking, just move on, but whatever. <laughs> um, so you're like, you're a high capacity driven person, right? Yes. Like absolutely efficiency, you know. Drive. Drive. drive like I wrote going, down yeah. efficiency, maximum capacity driven. Absolutely. You, in the last kind of, you like things being um, in order as well, like with Absolutely. the flow, because yes. the last six months have been in order, right? <laughs> Definitely. And you would like to be a public speaker. So I guess like, and this is just an exercise to someone listening out there in podcast land yeah. to, do, to, to do a bit of a reflection about your own life. And there will come a time where your current occupation will probably really annoy you because you probably won't get the efficiencies and the high capacity and the drive. Absolutely. Like, I'll just give you guys a small example. I used to be a carpenter before this job. Yeah, wow. I used to build houses. I used to be on rooftops, third stories, nail guns, fall off, you know. Great. You know, it was great for me. You know, I loved it. Every day I'm doing something different. I'm building someone's own dream house. Driven, you got to be under the pump 24-7 almost felt like. But one day it just switched off. Just yeah. didn't give me that... Drive. Yeah, didn't Enjoy fill it. that hole for me, mm. to be honest. So, like, I guess I would just challenge you to start <laughs> dreaming about the future and what you want your life to be because we've got to tap into this stuff that really makes alignment in your life. Absolutely. And because I know, like, for the disability workers out there, like, that's such a humble calling and it's challenging and all that stuff. But sometimes with that industry, there's government layers, there's... Um, Politics. Po like, all that stuff that you're going to just bang your head against the wall because you want to be able to help someone, but the system won't allow it. So, yeah. you know, with this public speaking, you will be able to help people. And it might be within that sector... But I don't know, I just want to, I just thought I would have a bit of a chat about stuff that matters. Yeah, no, it's good, Glenn. Um, and, and some of the habits that he can now um, put into his life to get that on its way. If that's a dream of yours or a passion, then what things can you start doing? And tonight's a, when I was, before I was serious, like this is a start for you. Thank you very much, I really um, appreciate it. But also... There's, I think there's this, um, over here is what are my values and beliefs and what am I passionate about and what I love and over here is how much am I getting paid for that and sometimes, sometimes there's a real disalignment, isn't there? Has anyone experienced that? It's like I really love half the room. I really love what I do but I don't get paid enough for it to do what I really want to do with my life. It's like, well, which one's more important? Totally could not agree more. So thank you so much for coming up. Thank really so appreciate it. Have me. you got a copy of the book? No, I don't. Oh, understand. you do now. Thank you oh, so much. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I just actually said to my brother, 
just before we started again, I hope I do get a book from you. Oh, serendipity. <laughs> Public speaking, free book. Transfer me 20 bucks later. Definitely. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, really appreciate you coming out tonight. Thank you so much. No worries. Is there one other person who's brave enough? To... Okay, just, just as a sanity check, do you reckon that was any good for content? Absolutely. Yeah, just did it get you thinking? Because I'm like, I'm just, yeah, it's wholesome. Like, excuse me, life is too short to put up with crap. If you don't like what you're doing, you can't keep doing it because now you know you hate it and it doesn't have to be forever. And the more content we get with what we're doing and not focusing on just doing stuff and putting up with it to get money, forget about that. Focus on what you're good at, what you enjoy, what gives you purpose. The money will come. Maybe. Very nice. Hope Maybe. So. Okay, Georgie's up. And uh, what's something that really makes you mad, Georgie? When people don't support small business. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Thought about this for a while, haven't you? I live and breathe it every day. Um, and it's something that I, yeah, I have people come in. So I work in a retail white goods seller in a rural town. Mm. Um, now we all love a good bargain. We all want to barter and things like that. But the business that I work for is a family-owned business. Um, so mum and dad, three kids that go to the local school, every single customer that comes in, every second customer comes in, can you do a better price for cash? Really? I'm like, mate, it costs me more to do cash because I have to go to the bank, mm. I have to process it, everything like that. And then there's people who are trying to feed their family, you know, send mm. their kids to school, things like that. Um, and, like, I do, I'm a bargainer too. Mm. But when it comes to, you know, coming into a small franchise like my, like the one that I work for, you know, I'll be like, I will pay full price, yeah. I will pay double. You think it's because it's rural? I'd like to think that rural, being from a small town, we want to support each yeah, other. Yeah, correct. Um, like I would expect it more in a more like a Melbourne mm. metro area. And you, you don't own the franchise, you work no. for them. Yeah, they're That's only employee. You're thinking about that for the business <laughs> owner as an employee. I want you as an employee. <laughs> Thank All you. Right? Well, like it's a responsibility that they trust me with. Yeah. Like if, if it wasn't for me, they wouldn't be making money starting. Yeah, no, that's an awesome yeah. attitude. Awesome. Now, what is something that you really love about your life? <laughs> so it comes back to my job. When I was answering these questions, I was like, wow, my job, like my life really revolves around this small, sad job that I have. Um, and what do you do? Sorry. <laughs> um, so I'm like a retail sales assistant. Sure. Um, just for, yeah. I don't know if I can name the no. business. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah better Promote home them. living kahuna. Come along. <laughs> um, <laughs> home in the kahuna kangas? Kahuna, Yes. Stop it. Are you going to come up yep. for the like, opening game next season? Totally will. Oh, I'll see you there. Yeah. <laughs> Wear the kangaroos. Kangaroo colours. Um, but yes, so something that I love about my life and the job that I do is the autonomy that I have and the trust that my employers give me. Mm. Um, yeah. Sounds like you're in a pretty good spot. I am. Yeah. I'm very thankful. Yeah. Before we go on with that, like that's fantastic that you're caring about the business owner and and also getting frustrated with the customer because that's your gripe. How can you control that? I don't know. Because I would, on one part of me, which is probably five-eighths of me, <laughs> would say I can't control what they're thinking, I can't control how they act, but what I can control is the response I give them. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, and just be 
content with that and that, that's where it stops and brush that stuff off. Now, it might not happen straight away, but it can happen. Yeah, eventually, down the mm. track, bit of practice. Yeah. <laughs> and what would you do if um, you didn't have to work for money? Yeah, I would definitely help people out with just their financial situations. Mm. Um, I'd love to be able to, you know, help just the average Joe sort of get their budget intact so they're not living paycheck to paycheck. Um, and I'd love to be able to not charge them for that. Mm. I, you could start doing that now anyway, if you wanted to. Uh, yeah, I would just say step out. Like, why not? Because, you know... I'm just like I'm just thinking this is my business brain right as an employee of the business you're such a really amazing employee and that's your world and your passion it's not a job for you it's you and that's your thing so I'm thinking and this is just like in my small business what's happening at the moment because we've got a small business if that store burned down tomorrow and they weren't ever there again no no we don't want that to wreck your world <laughs> So my whole challenge is how can we start to do other stuff just to manage that, I don't know, like just in case, because my whole thing at the moment and the team is sick of me talking about it, I'm like, I'm setting this up so if I die tomorrow, M3's going on, you're all keeping your job and it's not about Glenn, it's bigger than that. So next year we're, we've got a, uh, a CFO coming on to help really manage the business so it's not as dependent on me. So maybe it's the same with your life. Like, how do we do it? So if something did change, it doesn't totally crush your world because you're really happy and content now. But how do we just, I don't know, we all need redundancy in our life, right? Whether you work for somebody or you run your own business, yeah. you need financial or insurance. Phil Thompson, Sky Wealth, everyone. <laughs> Jeez. So anyway. But also, I would say, like, it's, it's the whole circle of life, isn't it? Like, if you, if you had a circle and there's four pizza slices in it, um, there might be family and friends, work, uh, maybe your health and just other stuff. And, and ranking them out of 10, how they're tracking each month for the year. And if you look at it from that point of view, you're never solely reliant on feeling happy about one area of your life. It's a balance of all of those things. And I don't think you're ever a nine or 10 in all those areas at any one time, but you're juggling to realize, well, life's never perfect, but if we can continue to work on all areas, we don't become dominant over this side that says, well, if, if as you said before, if something comes along and just um, throws our world, we lose our job. That doesn't define us because we've still got the other areas of our life that we're focused on. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. So, yeah. Georgie, give her a round of applause, everyone. Well done, Georgie. Thank you so much. Man, this is wholesome. So wholesome. Okay, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back after this. If you're after personal financial advice, don't get it from a podcast. If you would like help based on your own personal situation, head over to sortyourmoneyout.com. Click get help and we'd be happy to introduce you to one of our trusted advisors. Our panel of advisors, mortgage brokers and accountants work with clients all over Australia so they can connect with you wherever you are. That's sortyourmoneyout.com and click get help. 
Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, we're back. Uh, we're going to now invite a good friend of the podcast to the stage, Victoria Devine from She's On The Money. Come on down, Victoria. She's shy and embarrassed. She's not ready. Um, so, Victoria, thanks for joining ben, us tonight in your thanks hometown. For giving me a heads up on calling me up. You're welcome. Uh, we looked at Victoria's office last night and I saw her books there. And I'm like, yoink, I'll take them and we'll give them away. And you've signed a few. That's quite literally what. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so generous, I give away other people's stuff. So, have you signed them, Victoria? I did. I was Fantastic. bullied, but that yeah. that's all right. Can I give one to my wife? You can give as many to your wife as you'd like. Uh, all of them? You can have all of them. <laughs> no, Thank Glenn you. has none to give away. Is, is Ryan McKay in the audience? Come on down, Ryan. Okay, Ryan, you've got a question that you wrote in, and what is that question? I'm supposed to read it. Um, I wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> nah. I feel I have big goals and dreams financially, career, life in general. However, I often feel these are out of reach. How do I get over my self-doubt, believe in myself and get on a happy path? Oh, wow. Give him a hand, Ryan. Have you got a copy of my book yet? I do. Uh, do you want another copy for a gift for someone or can I give you a copy? I'll give you a copy. Have you got Victoria's book? Oh, thank Does he? Yeah, he does. You do? He does. Give him the cards. Give him the cards. Oh, do you have a pack of cigarettes? And a hug, Oh, apparently. sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'm hearing, like, people shout at me. Sorry, mate. I'm just trying to have a go here. I'm trying to give him everything I've got. I'm trying to give him my world. I already bought it. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so, I guess a lot of wholesome stuff there. Victoria, you've done a lot of coaching with clients, listeners, you know, that question there, it almost follows on from that other stuff, you know, what would you say to someone like Ryan or someone out there who might be driving home from work in Perth right now? In Perth? Yeah, That's just... Quite well, it's a podcast, we're national. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. I'm quite aware. Do you know what would have been nice though, guys? If I'd had a heads up... Oh, sorry. <laughs> that would have been really would good. Would you like but to just reread no, this? No, 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 okay. that's right. I'm, I'm on it, I'm on it. No, no, I think that this is a really, really relevant question because I think we all suffer with a level of self-doubt and not sure what's going on. And in this world, self-comparison is a massive, right? Like I do it, you do it, everybody does it. And if you don't do it, you're not 
human. It's innately us to compare ourselves because we are human and our job is to compare ourselves to go, is he better off than I am? Because if he is, I probably should copy what he's doing because we innately want to be survival. So from my perspective, it's actually about working backwards and saying, stop looking at other people, stop comparing yourself, stop looking at what everybody else is doing and going, what do I want? Do you want to buy a house? Do you want to buy a car? Do you want to go on a holiday? What, what is that one thing that is your personal driver? And let's work backwards. Because if you say, oh, no, I want to buy a house, and you go, okay, that's a really, really good goal. But what does that house look like? Where is it? What does that look like? And Josh had a really good example before. He said, this is how much it is on average in my area, and this is how much it's increased by. And he knew exactly what that meant and what that was going to look like so that he could create a goal that had a framework. Because too many of us say, I, I want to buy a house. I'm just going to keep saving. And you don't know when you've achieved that goal. You don't know when you've hit it or even how far away you are. And to be a little bit negative, you don't know if it's even achievable for you. And the worst thing you can do to yourself is set yourself up to achieve a goal that's not actually achievable for your personal situation. So it's all about going backwards and saying, all right, if the goal is to buy a house and I need a $100,000 deposit, how much can I save each and every single year? Is that $5,000? Is that $10,000? Is it 50 grand? Like, your situation is going to be so different based on who you are. But is that achievable for you? If that's going to take you five years, fantastic. If it's going to take 10 years, might you go, do you know what? I don't, I don't even want it. I don't want it to take 10 years. So I'm going to find a different goal. So it's not about comparing yourself. It's about putting some blinkers on and going, what are my actual goals? And why are those my goals? Do I want to buy a house? Because my parents are telling me I need to buy a house. Do I want to buy a house? Because Glenn was bragging about being a homeowner. Or do I want to buy a house because I genuinely want to own a property because that's a personal value of mine? So find out what you want and what sets you alight so that you can work it out and don't look at everybody else. They're running their own race. If everybody was on the same path, it'd be too crowded. That's a good point. And yeah, and I would say, like, some people, because we advertised this event earlier in the year and some people are like, I don't even remember writing this. So, <laughs> if, do you remember writing that? It was only, yeah, it was only a couple of weeks ago, but. <laughs> oh, sweet. <laughs> I actually, so, yeah. So, Ryan, um, open and honest, do you often compare yourself to others? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. So, what Victoria's talking about is spot on, isn't it? Like, you've got to really look at what do I want? And, and like the last part of it is, well, get on a happy path. Well, write down what makes you happy and reverse engineer it and, and get on a path. So what do you do for work, Ryan? I've just changed careers and I'm an accountant. Oh, awesome. Rock solid job. Honestly, the fact you, that you're here tonight, you've changed careers, I reckon you're just going to be killing it. Like Takes every single on one in this accounts. room... People, trust me, all your friends and family are looking at you saying, I want to be like that person because all you guys and gals are dialed in with your money and a bit of intention in your life, a bit of passion and direction, it goes a long way and people, people are going to be, seriously, you need to hear this, Ryan, people are going to be looking at you saying, I want what he's got. Like, we all look at each other. I look at Victoria like, oh, she's got a big Facebook group. Oh, like, no, no, we're doing this for us. Like, we all default to 
Where there's, there might be another thing going, oh, I want what Glenn's got. Yeah, like, I wish I had his ego. So yeah. good. <laughs> it's called confidence, baby. <laughs> you got to earn it. you got to earn it. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. Should we... we do, do you want to add anything else, anyone on stage here? No comments. <laughs> yeah, but that Ryan, or is that a train wreck? No, no, I'm really happy with that. Yeah, yeah good. No, look, I, I think that's... As you said... Being here is a massive step. Asking the questions are an even bigger step. And then addressing it is, yeah, you'll get there. Yeah, I reckon you're killing it. Like, you've changed, how old are you now, sorry? 37. Yeah, so you're my age and you've just changed careers. All power to you because the older we get, the less risk appetite that we have. Yeah. Well, a bit more background, I, I guess. Um, I'm at the start of my new career, and so I feel like I'm um, starting on the back foot or I'm behind, you know, where I would have liked to have been 15 years ago. Yet, um, if I actually do look back, if I told myself five years ago where I'd be now, I would be stoked. So it's like what you were saying. Exactly. And comparison is literally the thief of joy. Like if you compare yourself to somebody else's journey, you don't know where they've been, what they're going through. Yeah. And I guess I hear, I got cut through the noise. Like there's people in the industry who say, oh, it's not worth it, you know. Um, You know, but then there's others who say, yeah, yeah, it's a really great field. And and I suppose one of the the things, if I could wake up and um, I love them aha moments when I'm with clients and mm. teaching, and the reason why I got into, jeez, uh, <laughs> I'll keep it down to half an hour, this question. <laughs> we have got all night for people yeah. all, right. all over this room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a lock-in. I, I felt that my 20s, I was trying to discover who I was, um, that was career-wise, and it was, there were some things that were my passions, I was trying to make my profession, but I realised... I prefer that to be my hobby. So what I discovered was I'm a generalist and I love business and I love helping and teaching people. So um, accountant just came to me because that's all the things that um, are great for that role. And so... So, I used to be a mechanic. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, shut up. Actually, yeah. actually uh, I do have one more question. Yeah. When the hell is another Tyke Kickers episode coming out? <laughs> yeah, so... Because <laughs> I've got a nice 1993 Camry mint condition that you can uh, review. Oh, so good. <laughs> so we, uh, yeah, we started this podcast called Tyke Kickers. I think we did four episodes and we got distracted. And I kind of... like you. Yeah, I know. And I didn't put it through the team. It was like Glenn's project and... We're going to try and do more. Give him a hand. I'm going to walk you back to your seat. Do you guys want to read the next question? Hang yeah. on, I'm walking you. Yeah. Am I relieved? Yeah. No, no, stay, no, Victoria. You stay here, Victoria. You've got one more. I want to have a chat you while right, he's right. doing that. Because thank you. I don't know about you, but like online. No, you don't need to come back. All right. Yeah, oh. I'm going to. The, um, <laughs> the introduction of social media hasn't helped people's uh, self-confidence in a lot of ways, has it? The, the ability to just look at all the good parts of everyone's life when they click a button. Absolutely. It is beyond uh, reasonable doubt. It is a highlights reel of everybody else's life. Yeah. So that's a really good example of just 
worry about ourselves because at the end of the day, who knows what everyone else's story is and is it real, is it not? Let's just uh, focus on our own backyard. Mm. So next question. <laughs> is there a Tegan Boyd in the room? Come on, Tegan. Yeah, Tegan. Give her a hand. Do you remember what you wrote? No. Awesome, love it. Tegan. Yeah. What's the meaning of life? <laughs> have you met Victoria? Hi, no, I Give love her... you. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> have you got, oh, you got a book? Tegan. Have you got my book? No. Okay. Can I get one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll, get, I'll get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, Tegan Boyd is going to read her question. Thanks, Tegan. Hi guys, I guess my question was, who were your main inspirations to begin your investing journeys with? John, you first. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks, Tegan. <laughs> thanks, Tegan. Thank you. Uh, well, I haven't actually put too much thought into this one. Um, look, my uncle was a, a bank manager growing up and I, I suppose I leaned on him for a bit of advice generally about money and who was walking in the bank and who are the, who are the big hitters in the bank and most of them were landowners or uh, business owners so that sort of resonated with me a little bit early, early days. Um, but I think in actual fact I was, if we're open and honest and talking about values, I, I was actually running away from uh, what I was experiencing uh, life on the farm where everyone works seven days a week and making no money and in the hands of the gods because of rain and no rain and everything else. So, uh, and, and we probably struggled through life financially through my childhood compared to a lot of my friends. Uh, so I was actually, the drive for me was actually internal and, and going and creating something that I was, I didn't want, I suppose, as a, to turn into a farmer, which is no disrespect to the farmers out there, by the way, but that was, yeah, that was my drive, I suppose. So I, I don't know if there were influences early days, but I just knew I had to go and search for people or, or, uh, or things that could get me to where I wanted to go. Mm. Awesome. Victoria? Yeah, give him a hand. I don't know if I have a particular inspiration. I think I just woke up one day and I was I was 22 and I was working in organisational psych and I remember working with clients who were all talking about how financially stressed they were. And at 22, I had no financial stresses. I had to pay rent. Um, I also had to go out on the weekends and I had to find a new outfit Friday, Saturday, <laughs> probably Sunday and also maybe Thursday if we're going to uni night. So... Yeah, and I also had to tan and I also had to make sure that we had enough money to buy pre-drinks and also how did we split the cab. So that was really important. And so that was my life. But then when I went to work nine to five, Monday to Friday, I was very much like, I don't understand this whole culture and engagement thing. And people were saying, Victoria, it's not work. It's my wife's pregnant, didn't expect it. Or it's, it's not that, Victoria, we've got a mortgage and it's just so stressful. And I'd always be like 
why are people so stressed about money? I don't, I don't get it. And I was so lucky. And that is such a fortunate position to be in, to be 22. And I thought that my grad salary of $45,000 was like the most money I would ever earn in my entire life. And I was living my best life. But as time went on, I kept being like, why are people so stressed about money? Is that going to be me one day? How do I stop being that person? And so I decided to do a bit of research online and I didn't do it well because I went and saw the crappiest financial advisor. And he essentially, looked at me up and down and was like, well, I wish I didn't book this appointment. And I said, I've got my savings and I had probably had like five grand savings, had more than that in debt. So <laughs> it wasn't a good plan, but I had five grand in savings and I wanted to start investing because I'd heard about it and I knew that I couldn't do it on my own and I needed an advisor. And I walked out of that meeting so deflated and I thought that was the crappiest meeting I'd ever been to and they treated me like I shouldn't have even bothered coming and he essentially said, oh, you need so much more than that, not worth it. And so I was like, oh, this is this is crap. And so I started doing my own research and started learning things. And at that point in time, it was very serendipitous that one of my clients was actually a financial advisor. And so I was asking him questions and asking him what I should do. And he's like, oh, Victoria, this is why that person didn't want to work with you because you just, your, his fees were way more than what you had even saved. And I was like, oh, so it's really an like in, really inaccessible. And so one thing led to another. He was very, very gracious and gave me free financial advice. I set up my first Vanguard portfolio. I thought I was a baller and I was investing $100 a month. And I thought that was so much money and it is. But for me, that was a turning point. And I kept telling my friends, I'm like, oh my God, you need to invest. Like I know what's up. <laughs> and so I kept, I kept thinking like, people need to be talking about this. Like compound interest is wild, like $100 a month and I'm 22 and this is going to be insane. Like I'm going to be able to retire comfortably. I've got my super, I've got this. Like I just thought I'm set, but nobody else was talking about it. And so that's, I guess, where my journey came from. I was lucky enough to have a crappy financial advisor and then one of the client that gave me some free advice, but that's what really started my journey of financial literacy and going, hold on, I can have a real impact here. And then guess what? She's on the Monet. So, yeah, and that's like, that's a journey, right? Um, okay, thank you, Tegan. Thank, thank you, Tegan. so much. Give her a round. Yeah. Enjoy the book. Very good. And as we, before we come to a close, uh, Victoria, you've got four books to give away oh as you go God. back to your seat. How lucky am I? <laughs> Jess, Jess. How do we give these away fairly? I don't know. Have a sprint. Do you yeah, have a, first like four to the stage. Sprint? Come. No, 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 wait, wait, no, wait, no. wait, wait, wait. How do we do this? No. I mean, now I have to. Don't yeah. <laughs> How is this fair? Nothing's you fair. You're a wild card. I can't do Nothing's with fair. this. I'll, I'll give them away. All right, thank you. <laughs> give. Oh. Glenn thinks he's Oprah. Sorry. Yeah, right. Oh, Will, do you want one of my books or Victoria's? <laughs> There's one up there. There's a we'll get you one. Book she wants there. the Barefoot Investor. Mm. Come on, one of you. Come on. Yeah, you two guys, come up. All right, give Victoria a hand. Thank you so much, Victoria. Um... Yeah, there's a, on the, yeah, Nate will deliver it. <laughs> so, these, so these boys arrived 
half an hour before the doors were meant to open. And it's like, these boys are from the country, I can tell. They've got their shoulders back and they're just like having a good old yarn to each other. I thought, they're from Albury for sure. So there was a question that came in. Where's your name tag? What's your name? Brandon. Brandon and? Kyle. Brandon and Kyle. These guys, someone wrote a question. I believe that was me. Yeah. Do you want to you you read that? I'll read it out. Okay. <laughs> this is very last minute, but at the time. How can I become, like you, a podcasting guru, but in my 20s? Can I be on your podcast also, Glenn? Yes, you can be on the podcast. <laughs> and John. So, before we finish up, tell us about your podcast. What do you do? And what's it called? Uh, so, it's called That's Tight, Mate. Um, <laughs> Twice. <laughs> nice, little, nice little laugh. But, um, so, you know, we're young. Um, we're up and about positive and uh, we just want to give out information that we learn and give out to others because knowledge is power. Yeah. Um, and so we do a small bit of finance and then we'll move into health and fitness. Yeah. How, Love it. How young are you boys? I'm 22. And I'm 24. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Give me well a hand. Done. That's awesome. So in all seriousness, this is how you do a podcast and become a guru, okay? Consistency. Every single week, just pump good where's, content. Where's a guru? I don't know. Oh. I've heard. I've oh, heard. so you're just saying this if yeah. you want to be a guru. And yeah. um, just be consistent. Do you get on as many podcasts as possible? Do interviews? Put yourself out there. I don't do that many because I, I get, it just drains me. <laughs> Gets out of bed too late. <laughs> um, but if you like to do a, an episode with um, a property person, John would be more than happy to come onto your show. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, y- you guys, you guys are going to make it. I can, I can already see that. When I, when, when you rudely arrived half an hour early, um, I walked out and here's four blokes standing together having a good old yarn to each other, but extremely approachable, like. And we spoke for about 10 minutes, I suppose, like just conversations flowing nice and easy. So the personality, consistency, absolutely number one. But personality, ability to relate, as you said, positivity, energy, like that's life 101, isn't it? And what I would say is um, before you go, see JP and email the team or team at sortyourmoneyout.com. I've got a course, an online course, um, how to start a podcast, and I know you've already started, but when everyone says, oh, how do you do a podcast, Glenn? Um, I'm just like, watch this video. We'll give you a code. You don't have to pay for it. And there's like a couple of hours of everything that I've learned, so you won't have to have a year of crap episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll get you a, a, a log into that. So, so you can hear that's tight, mate. Uh, wherever you're listening to this podcast, give the guys a hand. Yeah, boys. Thank Love you. it. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Now, thank you, everybody, for coming out tonight. Thank you, Melbourne. Thank you, everybody who listens to our show. It kind of is the last episode of this year. Next week, we'll do a bit of a recap with the team. We'll share the census data and have a bit of fun. We might read some stuff from the Facebook group. Uh, This show also concludes our 
M3 National Tour. And I want to um, ask JP to come to the stage now. And I want everyone to give her a hand. Yeah, JP. Come on. Give her a hand because, honestly, she has been locked out of Queensland for two weeks and is not going back for another week. And she organised everything. So we did every, every capital city except Darwin. We'll try and do Darwin and Auckland next year. And thank you to JP Thanks, for Jess. everything that we do. And next year, we'll, uh, we'll try and have a, a great year. And thank you so much for your support, Melbourne. And thank you, Pidge. Thank you, thank Nate. You. Thank you, Rach. Thank, thank you, you everyone. everybody. We'll see you guys soon. We acknowledge the dark and young people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits and pay respect to their elders, past and present. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. My Millennial Money supports A21, a charity focused on abolishing slavery and human trafficking all over the world. Check out a21.org.au for more info. If you would like some other giving options or if you're unsure about which charity you can support, head to thelifeyoucansave.org.au. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive, Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, is an authorized representative of Money Sherpa, Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services license 451289. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.